Hey folks, Sean here. And in this episode, I want to talk to you about how to follow some strategies and guidance to make sure that when you're doing UX research and discovery, that you truly understand the problem context. That's really where you're going to get the most value out of this process. And it would one of the single greatest things you can do to increase your chances of success in building a B2B SaaS company. Now, first, I want to explain a little bit more about the theory between knowing and understanding, because there's a key difference here. If you know about a problem, to me, that means you're aware of it. But if you really understand a problem, it means you can explain it in all of its intricacy. As in like all of the little details, how you get there, how people often get out of there, all of those details are critically important and they really separate people between these two different categories. If you just know about a problem, it realistically is not going to be enough because you're going to miss something and probably miss something important. So knowing of a problem isn't enough. You really need to truly understand a problem. And in order to do that, I have recommendation for you, but I want to share with you why I'm talking about this topic now. And it's because for the teams that I coach, B2B SaaS founder teams, recently I've done some review of some of the demo calls that they've done for their software. I'm helping them ask better questions and get better information and context out of that process when they're performing something like a demo. And what I'm realizing is they're not going deep enough with their line of questioning. And that's creating problems in that it's not getting enough value out of those conversations in order for them to better understand the problem context, right? They might know of it, they may or may not confirm it, but again, they're really missing the rest of the value. Think of it like an iceberg. It's just the tip is uh, just above the surface. The rest of it, the meat of it is really under the surface. And that's where you need to ask the right type of question and enough of them in order to really gather the rest of that context. So let me explain to you this in an example. Let's say you were building, you, were, you wanted to build software for tax filing agencies just to pick something random. And in conversation with somebody that you are deciding might be within your target market, you are trying to find problems and you find one related to tax filing. It turns out that they have this problem where percentage of the time they wind up missing a tax filing deadline. Now, okay, you are understanding so far a little bit about what the problem is. Your next question might be, why did you miss the tax filing deadline? And they might say, well, we didn't have anything ready in time by the time it was required to be filed. And some people might stop there, right? And if you stop there, you really didn't even pick up any additional information. They missed the tax filing deadline. You probably could have inferred that they just didn't have everything ready in time. More than likely, that's why they missed it. But did you really understand the problem? I would argue not yet, so I would push further. And after they say something like, well, we didn't have anything ready in time, follow-up question that I would ask is, well, why didn't you have everything ready in time? And they might say, well, we needed to pull a bunch of components from different sources. Some were ready, some were not. And again, you could stop here, but miss greater context. I would go further from that as well, too. I'd say, well, why were some ready? Why were some not? Well, these were ready because they were managed by this system. These other ones were not ready because they weren't managed by a system and was all done manually. Okay, we're getting warmer here, right? Again, I could stop there, but there's still so much more meat left on that bone. 
which direction am I going to chase? So I'm going to chase the one that's got the inefficiency, which seems to be leading to the problem. Well, talk to me more about that manual process and why that one has caused issues. What's, what are you doing there and why? And they may walk me through the fact, well, we've got a bunch of random people, a team assigned to following these steps, and we seem to have problems with consistency. Some people follow the steps, some people don't. Some people know how it works, others do not. And we've got different levels of familiarity with combining everything together. A lot of times it winds up in the wrong order, right? So on and so forth. So like you see what I'm getting to, I'm getting so much more context. More importantly, I'm getting greater context around understanding the problem, which then speaks to the opportunity for you, me as the entrepreneur or founder of creating potential B2B SaaS solutions to help improve these situations. Now, in summary, in terms of how to manage this better, continue to ask the why question until you really get to the end, until you chase it all the way down the rabbit hole. Oftentimes, something like this has been referred to as the five whys. Like, ask why five times, you'll have much greater context and understanding of the problem space. And that's going to be really important for succeeding in B2B SaaS. Hey folks, Sean here, and thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you got a ton of value out of it. If you did, I'd encourage you to also sign up for my free five-day email course about launching a profitable B2B SaaS application for less than $750. If you'd like to sign up for that course, you can do so at nextstep.io forward slash B2B SaaS.